entrepreneur. A goddess entrepreneur sees her business as a spiritual devotion and service to the collective. In this podcast, you can expect to learn all about feminine-led business, specifically online business. Here we see entrepreneurship as the path to self-mastery and liberation. I'm your host, Maddie Grace Theory, and in today's episode, I want to talk to you about self-leadership. But first, I'll get into my story with it just a little bit. So self-leadership has straight up saved me. I grew up Christian, and I knew at a very early age that I did not align with the values or identify with the religion. And it's actually quite scary to be young and already not have someone to lead you, no parent or role model to look up to, to guide you. I've actually had to do a lot of catching up with that in adulthood. However, as a child, this caused me to be very independent and make a lot of decisions for myself rather than just following the crowd. It was not popular. <laughs> I was difficult, but I'm grateful that I was unyielding. I asserted the fuck out of myself. I did high school in three years. I did my junior and senior year at the same time. And I went off to college, 17. And, you know, in college, I was given some strong suggestions about what to study. And I declined and I chose my own path. And yeah, just over and over again, I have had to lead myself. But believe me, I know all about learning something and not implementing it and just how detrimental that can be. Now I really focus on learning and embodying something fully before I would dare say I do it even. And in this season of my life of being a caregiver, the lesson of self-leadership has come up again because everything comes in waves, in cycles, and in new levels of self-study so that you can get closer to self-mastery. And as angry <laughs> and annoyed as I've been over the past nine months, being a caregiver has forced me to look inward. It's made me live my life on a strict schedule. And honestly, right now, for the first time in my life, I do all of the things that I've always aspired to do. I get up at 6 a.m., I do yoga, I salute the sun as it's rising in the east. It's so epic. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I meditate for a few minutes. I do kundalini and breath work. I move the energy and it's a complete game changer. It smells like the ocean outside and flowers and it's just orgasmic, honestly. I'm just like obsessed with my morning time out on the back porch. I'm currently reading two different books and listening to an audiobook, which each have their 30 minute you know, segments scheduled into my day and they're all kind of different types of 
reading that I want to do, which I've always wanted to be reading. And I've finished several books already. This is like an integrated part of my schedule. So yeah, it's just interesting. These are all things that I've always wanted to do. I was just thinking yesterday, I was like, damn, the situation is difficult, but it's making me a better person. A few months ago, in one of my moments of rage, the why me, the whininess, my husband said to me, he was like, these are character building times. And I cried to him. I was like, my character is built. I, I don't want this. I don't need this. Well, I was wrong. The universe is always leading me to what I need. The universe is always leading you to what you need. The opportunities and magic in the mundane are abundant as ever. So I read this passage from Tokopa Turner. She's the author of this book called Belonging, which is so, so beautiful. But yeah, this is a quote from her. She said, in a recent interview, a journalist asked me, how do you respond to critics who say that doing soul work is navel gazing in a time of world crisis when we need people taking action on the front lines? And my response to her was this. These two things are not mutually exclusive, but symbiotic. If we move into action from the same anxieties that got us into trouble in the first place, we'll never fix the brokenness of the world. First, we must locate ourselves in our own mythic story and in the longer ancestral momentum of our people. Only then will we know which way to go. There is a story coming through each of our lives, which has behind it the story of generations. I believe the greatest work we can do is to come into knowing that story and to nurture the emergent story in others. Not only because it connects us to a sense of meaning that will galvanize our lives, but because that story also fits into a larger pattern wanting to constellate the story of our evolving ecosystem. To me, this parallels with self-leadership, locating the self in your story, knowing that story, and actively writing that story. And it is symbiotic with the rest of humanity. When we work on ourselves, when we heal ourselves, we are healing the entire world. And in entrepreneurship, you are the boss, literally. There's no one that you can look up to and be like, oh, their fault, they're to blame. And no one can hold you more accountable than you are willing to hold yourself. You are practically forced <laughs> to practice self-leadership. If things need to get done, it's your job to get it done. If you buy a course from someone, is it their job to make sure that you take the course? No. If you hire a coach, is that person going to wave a magic wand and solve all your problems for you or do the work for you? No. It is up to you whether you implement the tools or not. Being a goddess entrepreneur is not an easy task. With the various challenges and obstacles that come with having your own business, it's imperative that you have the right leadership skills to succeed. Self-leadership is the key to unlocking your full potential and driving your sole mission-based business forward. Self-leadership as a goddess entrepreneur will include learning to differentiate wishful thinking from your intuition. Gaining emotional intelligence and sensing the correct 
inspired actions. When you lead yourself, you'll set your own goals, take full responsibility for your own success, and hold yourself accountable for your own decisions. So I would like to give you some tips for developing self-leadership skills that will help you as a goddess entrepreneur. So first, you have to define your vision and goals. The first step in self-leadership is to define your vision and to set measurable goals. What do you want to achieve? What are your long-term aspirations for your business? A lot of people just say like, oh, I just want to be able to quit my job. Okay, so what is the actual measurable goal to get there? That's too abstract to just say like, oh, I just want to be able to leave my other job. That's too vague. Okay, calling you out. (laughs) You need to have a really clear understanding of what you want because that will help you make informed decisions and stay focused on your path. Where do you see yourself in one year, five years, 10 years? Having the big vision is so important for manifestation. So if you say, oh, I just want to be able to leave my job. Okay, so where does that put you in 10 years? You know, are you still doing the same thing that you're doing now in your business? No, likely it's going to need to evolve. It's going to need to scale. You're going to need to live in a certain way so that you're saving for retirement, things like that. Things to actually replace the structures that we're used to in employment, right? So don't be vague (laughs) with your vision. Don't be vague with the measurable goals that you set. They need to be specific they need to be defined. The next thing, honestly, this is a game changer for self-leadership is build a strong support network. Don't do this by yourself. Goddess entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in general will face challenges. So it's essential to have a support network. Surround yourself with people who believe in your vision, who will encourage and support you through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. This can include your family if they believe in you. If they don't believe in you, don't talk to them about it. Don't complain to them about it. Don't talk about how hard it's going. All they're going to do is reinforce that story and you don't need that. So obviously this can include friends, business partners, mentors, and people who believe in you. Yes, it's okay sometimes to talk to someone who can maybe give you that outside look. Maybe they don't quite believe in you. They can see your blind spots. That can be valuable sometimes. But for the most part, stay in a supportive network with people who get it, who know what challenges you're facing, who can actually help you with those challenges rather than just be like, well, that sucks, or I told you so. You don't need that. The next one that I have here is take responsibility for your own success. As a goddess entrepreneur, it's important to take responsibility for your own success. This means taking ownership of your mistakes and failures, as well as your successes. Failures are great, you guys. It means that you have gotten somewhere. Mistakes teach you what not to do. And of course, you know, success is great too, but success is going to be something that is fleeting. (laughs) Yes, you can sustain it. I'm not saying that you can't sustain success. But even when you hit a certain level of success, you're going to want to go to the next level and there will be, you know, mistakes and failures along the way. When you take responsibility for your actions, you become more confident 
and you become a more capable leader, leader of yourself, leader of people who maybe work for you, and you'll be better equipped to overcome the challenges that you face because you trust yourself, right? You trust yourself to handle the mistakes, to handle the failures, to handle the challenges. Now, some people struggle with the whole, everything is on me. However, goddess entrepreneurs find this liberating. I don't want it to be on someone else. I want it to be on me. Another really important piece, this is just important to being a woman, let's be real. Important to being a human, actually. And that is practice self-care. No one else is going to tell you to stop and rest and take care of yourself. You have to lead that charge in your life. Self-care is an essential aspect of self-leadership. Taking care of your physical, emotional, and mental well-being will help you stay focused, motivated, and productive. Make time for pleasure and play, get plenty of rest, and eat nourishing foods. Self-educate. As a goddess entrepreneur, it's important to continuously learn and grow. This means staying informed about the latest industry trends, attending workshops and conferences, and reading books and articles that will help you improve your leadership skills. Self-leadership means self-education, right? So yeah, those are some of the most important ones that I believe in. Define your vision and goals, build a strong support network, take responsibility for your own success, practice self-care, and self-educate. Because self-leadership is a critical skill for goddess entrepreneurs, and by taking radical responsibility for your thoughts, emotions, and actions, you will be able to overcome the challenges and obstacles that you will face as an entrepreneur, and this will help you achieve your goals with your sole mission-based business. Focus on developing your self-leadership skills and watch as your business grows and thrives. Once you focus on self-leadership, you won't need anyone else to hold you accountable and you'll be ready to lead a virtual assistant or a team member when it's time to scale or get support. You will be ready to work with a coach when you take full responsibility for implementing what you learn from that coach. Spiritually, practicing self-leadership will help you to master yourself, gain emotional intelligence, and grow massively as an individual and a leader in all areas of your life, not just in entrepreneurship. It's basically the intro song to this podcast. Be a goddess, be a queen, do what you say, and say what you mean, aka be reliable, dependable, and take full responsibility for yourself. Self-leadership is just one module of 14 inside my self-paced course, Ground Your Business. Inside this course, you will learn all about financial literacy, banking, accounting, and budgeting. You'll learn how to write a business plan for your business. You'll learn how to structure and organize your business. You'll learn all about the types of legal entities and how to choose what's right for you how to get paid, and the highly asked for daily business tasks. This is like, okay, what do I need to do daily to move the needle in my business? I've got 
all of that lined out for you, as well as the spiritual side, the embodiment. I have a goddess guide for you, the path to success, self-leadership, all about spiritual devotion, setting up an altar for your business, setting your intention, and a few other special surprises. This course is available now at my website, goddess.support, and you will gain access through my beautiful course portal as well as a private app so you can take it with you on the go. It is my foundational course that you need to turn your soul mission into a thriving business And most often, it's all the steps that I see goddess entrepreneurs skip when they first get started, and then their business suffers later because of it, or worse, they completely give up because they never learned these business basics. So I saw a funny meme the other day, and it was just a screenshot of a tweet, but it said, people who lack self-awareness be having a fucking blast. (laughs) And while yes, this did make me laugh, because we all know that person. There is also that other that person in our life who constantly has problems, comes for advice or support, and over and over again makes the same mistakes because of a lack of self-awareness and a lack of self-leadership. And those people do not look like they're having a fucking blast. They look caught in a loop. So if you prioritize leading yourself first, you will grow exponentially. And I want to end this episode by reading you the Goddess Entrepreneur Manifesto, which of course starts with (laughs) the song that you hear at the beginning of this podcast. Be a goddess, be a queen, do what you say and say what you mean. Be honest and kind, communicate openly and with full transparency. Prioritize fun and joy. The more fun you have, the more success you create. Take full responsibility for yourself. Never play victim. Your reality is a direct result of your past thinking, decisions, and actions. Be patient with outcomes. Be positive. Choose to face your negative emotions head on and process them fully so that you can come back into a state of empowerment. Experiment. Follow the steps without expectations and don't take results personally. Be committed. Choose to be relentless in the pursuit of your desires and be 100% all in. If you do this, your success is inevitable. Be open to collaboration. Scarcity mindset tells us that there's not enough to go around and that it's every person for themselves. This is not true. Support one another. Allow yourself to build lasting relationships that serve humanity. And finally, stay true to your word. Act and speak with integrity always. Quickly admit and correct your mistakes. Apologize fast and mean it. No one else can hold you accountable but yourself, goddess. External accountability structures outside of your current level of motivation will do nothing other than guilt you into doing things, and that is not effective. You have to lead yourself first. You can do it. Blessings to you and yours, and I'll see you next time.